0: Silly Shelly slapped Sassy Sammy into alternate realities. Signed, Seriously Psychedelic Shelly. Hello and welcome to episode 127 of Under the Call of MS. Partial Sunday Comics. in Okay, and that was my repeat of my little saying, and this time with zero dentures in my mouth. <laughs> I know this is probably really strange to some people. Trying to use it for myself so I can research my healing, the healing factor, (laughs) and see how everything goes. Get into some Sunday comics. We're not going too deep today because I want to keep going on and on with more of the upcoming items and keep pushing those out. So I'm just going to do a Quick little episode, and then we'll go back to some more items there for sale in the future. You go to Garfield. You got Garfield looking desolate, staring at John as John's eating. And John says, stop being so melodramatic, Garfield. You've only been on your diet for 10 minutes. That's just the headline. Now we go into the storyline. You got Garfield laying in his bed. Sleeping away, big smile on his face. And you see Garfield devouring a plate of food. And his thought bubble says, mmm, food. As he's getting fatter and fatter, eating a table full of food. I love food. (laughs) And you see one where Garfield's just severely overweight. John's crawled over his fat and says, Garfield, your eating is out of control.
1: And Garfield just grabs John and tosses him in his mouth. More food. <laughs> and you
0: see a giant Garfield going around, devouring traffic and roads. Helicopters flying food in to dump dumping his mouth to try and fill him. It's like, uh, Bubble says, more train loads of food, airdrop food into my mouth. More cattle, hurry, I'm hungry. <laughs> and you see him, he's all galactic size now, and he's floating through space. And he's looking at Saturn, and he's like, ah,
1: dessert. And all of a sudden, poof, Garfield wakes up. Wakes up in his bed. Big ol' smile on his face.
0: And his balloon says, The only good thing about a diet is a great dream. <laughs> uh, good ol' Alright, let's hop into some Kelvin and Habs. Let's see what the gang's up to today. Kelvin and his little girlfriend are at school. She's going through his her locker. She says, "I heard that Miss Wormwood isn't here today." Elvin says, "Really? Can we go home?" "Of course not. We have a substitute teacher dummy." <laughs> Doesn't say dummy. I just said dummy. And he's looking all
1: disappointed. And he yells to her, "Can I send in a substitute student?" <laughs> Uh, all right. Next little story run. Got him
0: and his girlfriend still going at it. Kelvin says, who's our substitute teacher? You know? She says, Miss Kneecapper. Oh, no, really? I heard he killed, or Mr. Kneecapper. I heard he killed a kid last year. What? Yeah, some kid was talking in class, so Mr. Kneecapper took him out in the hall, and there were strange lumps in the cafeteria meatloaf that afternoon. Yeah. Wait till she sees what's on today's lunch menu. He's said, in the next panel, as Kelvin's saying, as he's smiling away. <laughs> uh, let see. Is this one a? Any- Worth any good. You got Calvin writing a note that says things I will never like. Number one, drying off with a cold, damp towel. Number two, the feeling of seaweed wrapping around my leg. Number three, anything that was popular in the 70s. Hey. Number four, licorice, yams, or raisins. Number five, that high pitched screech that babies make. Number six, Writhing Maggots. And you got Hobbs reading his letter, as Calvin says, it's comforting to know that there are certainties in life.
1: Mm. Alright, let's see what else we got from...
0: Anything else worthwhile from Calvin and Hobbes here? Kevin, Kelvin, (laughs) Kevin, Kelvin looking at a box or washing machine with Hobbs popping his head out of the top. Kelvin says, how long till you're done? Hobbs says, at least 15 minutes plus drying. (laughs) He's all disappointed. He's sitting on the front porch steps, dying away, goes walking up to his ma, who's Doing some painting on an old chair. He says, I'm bored. There's nothing to do. Nothing to do? It's a beautiful summer day, as Ma says. you got the whole outdoors to play. If you can't find something to do, it's because you haven't tried. Go on. Use some imagination. And you see Calvin thinking away, scratching his head, big old smile on his face goes, runs, grabs a bucket, goes, runs to the pond where all the frogs and flies are hopping and flying around, scoops up a big old bucket of slop from the water basin, runs up to his mind, tosses the bucket of gook and water all over her. And you see. Her screaming and jumping, and the next thing you see is Calvin in his bed. And my upbringing is filled
1: with inconsistent messages. (laughs) Uh, That was a good one. (laughs) All right, let's end it off with the far side.
0: You got a cow couple sitting on a couch reading a newspaper, cow kid, and a little electrified. A crib. <laughs> Plugged into the wall. And female cow says, it's a male cow. Ben, what do you say we turn the power off for a while and let
1: the little guy roam around? <laughs> uh, got a kid looking
0: down at the ground. Something exploding out of our ground. His hat and glasses flying away. Underneath, it's captioned, Each time the click beetle righted itself, Kyle would flip it over again.
1: Something went dreadfully wrong. <laughs> it exploded. Uh, yeah.
0: Alright, that's good for our comic session of the day. I think it's time we will get into some goodies that are coming to us in the near future. Okay, let's get back to the goodies. We have Beckstar number one by Mad Cave Studios. Beckstar is a star-hopping mercenary gone full-time gambler light years away from Earth, leaving her old life behind with the help of her magical luck dagger and her fan-turned, regret-filled friend Sally Sulun, or Sulin, Beckstar ekes out a living under the nefarious Shadow Syndicate's radar. When a mysterious girl appears with grim news and an urgent quest where the fate of the universe hangs in the balance, Bextar has no choice but to join and regret it immediately. That out by Mad Cave Studios if you're interested.
1: They also have a variety of those weird bear like characters. It's just basically, uh, I don't know how to explain it. You get like I think it's related to like Andy Warhol and stuff like that. They're by Medicom, uh. they got a variety of different ones out there coming out.
0: But One that was pretty neat looking was the Beatles one. Beatles Anthology. 100% and 400%. Two-pack bear brick. See, this one, you get a little bear and a big bear. And it's got a bunch of beetle pictures all over. All over the characters. Uh, can't remember where they came from, but I remember seeing them back in the day, and they are pretty pricey though. If you're gonna buy something like that, and you're looking at like 150, 160 some dollars for something like that. So, next comic up for the old days. I used to read a lot of these from my grandma's stack. Grandma's, my grandpa's stack in his closet or attic. When I'd sneak up there when I'd go to visit him and I. Go in the attic and I found a box full of old ratty comics and stuff, old military-style ones, Cowboy, uh, Zorro, Lone Ranger, all that type of stuff was up there. But the best of John Buscema, Buscemi's, or Busemas, however you say it, Roy Rogers Comics, hardcover. I'm sure they got it in soft cover form also. But uh, exclusively featuring the art of comic great John Buscemi's, This collection features 272 pages of action-packed Roy Rogers, King of the Cowboys comics, specially selected by Roy's son Dusty. Yeah, I don't care for these comics nowadays, but back in the day, they were fun reads. Kind of some of the first things that got me into comics were those in the combat military-style comics. They got a really cool by Quantum Mechanics a Big Trouble in Old China Jack Burton Q-Fig figure. Not sure they don't get the dim- dimensions on this. It's more of an anime style Jack Burton standing in front of the big skull from the fight scene. The big fight scene from the movie Big Trouble in Old China. But yeah, I, I got it already ordered on my list. It's like that's One thing that's going to be on my shelf so I'm hoping it's same size as my other PVCs, but we will see when it comes on in. But it's not badly priced at around 30 bucks. So. Yeah, Black Star hardcover. Well, again, hardcover, softcover. I'm sure they got them both by Harry Abrams books. In the future, interstellar travel is past its prime, and sending shuttles beyond our solar system is a life-threatening gamble. However, in order to retrieve samples of an alien flower that may hold the key to saving countless lives, Harper North and her crew of scientists must journey to Helios, a dangerous planet in deep space. When the rest of the crew perishes, when the ship crashes, the rescue shuttle detaches and lands safely. North races toward the rescue shuttle built for one hoping to fulfill their mission and survive, but North isn't alone. The team's wilderness expert is still alive, and hell-bent on hunting down North and claiming the shuttle for herself. As she battles the flora and fauna and tries to elude her ruthless former crewmate, North will find the cost of survival is dear. While she Will she be willing to pay that price? Sounds interesting. Could be a fun story. Make a good little movie, but check that out if it catches your ear. I got Blood, Skulls, and Chrome number one. This is by Second Sight Publishing. The Texas based outlaw motorcycle club, the Steel Knights, have lost a big deal from the Mexican cartel to rival the Lake Street Boys gang. And the two reckless members. Of the motorcycle MC kill the cartels li, 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 and li, liaison. <laughs> I don't know why that skips my brain. Uh the MC soon find themselves fighting for survival against the threats from outside and within. And it's just motorcycle game books have been on the rise. And made such popularity as with TV shows and stuff. So coming on with different ones, I don't know. It's something I'd probably grab down the road, but won't be jumping on right off the bat. But this one, I believe, caught my ear by Blue Flame. Well, it's by Vault Comics. It's Blue Flame number one. The Blue Flame is a com- cosmic hero. Blue Flame is a do-it-yourself vigilante that fights crime on the streets of Milwaukee. The Blue Flame is a blue-collar HVAC repairman named Sam Brazon. In the wake of a horrific tragedy, the boundaries of the Blue Flame's identity blur even further. Now before a universal trial, the Blue Flame must prove that humanity is worth saving. But in order to do that, Sam Broussam has to save himself. Can he? And it's got Milwaukee, Wisconsin, in there. Like so I gotta get it. <laughs> it should, personally, should probably even be a club pick since it's from our state. But <laughs> who knows? Don't know if it'll be worth. worth it or not. I will check out at least the first three. See how it goes. They got some cool magnet sets out there if you are a fan of filling your refrigerator or whatever with a bunch of magnets. They got
1: Bob Burger's set coming out. They got 10 different lineups. Uh, you got one
0: with the whole family together, a Valentine's one that says, I love you, but you're all terrible.
1: Yeah. yeah. One with uh god brain my brain
0: slipping all the names. Uh little gal. She has one that says, I smell fear on you, the bunny bunny ears. Uh and another one that says, I don't appreciate your lack of sarcasm. Her older sister has one that says butts. Yeah, one with her that says, I'm a smart, strong, sensual woman. One with mom that says, mommy doesn't get drunk, she just has fun. And one with the boy that says, a world without a game is not a world I want to live in. Or a world without a gene is not a world I want to live in. His name's Gene
1: Duck. <laughs> gene Louise,
0: I should know all these names. But yeah, can't go around with Bob's Burgers. Man, is fun to look at. You walk by him every day. Check those out. Collect magnets or want to get into the magnet scene. Got Body Factory. From the first prosthetics to augmentate, augmented human. Graphic novel. By Graphique Mundi. A young man has a horrible motorcycle accident. He wakes up in the hospital to discover that one of his arms has been amputated. Then a portrait on the wall of his hospital room begins to speak to him. The subject of the painting introduces himself as Ambrose Perrier, the French barber-surgeon who revolutionized the art of amputation. From this wonderfully absurd (laughs) premise, the two begin an imaginary conversation that takes them through a sweeping history of surgical amputation. From the Stone Age to the Space Age, unencumbered by Pathos or (laughs) Predagogy, whatever, this graphic novel explores the world of amputation, revealing fascinating details about famous amputees throughout history. The invention of the tourniquet, phantom limb syndrome, types of prosthesis, and transhumanist technologies. That sounds fun and interesting. It's something I'd check out down the roads. So if you're an artist and you like to have imaging to work with and stuff, they did the wireframe male and female character, uh, gray action figures with the line work on them and stuff. Uh, body Chan wireframe S. S.H. Piguarts, gray action figure in the body. con wire frame, S.H. Piguarts, gray action figure. Uh, they run around 50 bucks. They're by Bandai, Tamashi Nations, uh, but they're great. Little figures if you need something for art reference. Uh, getting, getting yourself started or long-time artists, they're always nice to have that. That image in front of your eyes of how the pose is being done, just so you can uh, reference it easier. Yeah, Brindaday by Magnetic Press. A young woman wakes up in a tiny village in the woods with no memory. Is she a fairy, a witch, or just an ordinary young girl lost in the woods? The answers to these questions lie in the mysterious forest surrounding the village. Will she find the courage to go where no one is allowed to go? <clears throat> I mean, you should be able to figure out if the difference between a fairy, a witch, and a human, but who knows? Uh, you would think a fairy would be really tiny. and <laughs> uh, witch, you might be able to do some hand movements and cause something to happen. <laughs> But uh, could be interesting. Check it out if it catches your ear.
1: We got "Broken Souls" Ballad Number One by Scout Comics.
0: Interesting cover of kind of like a dog creature head forming the girl's head in front of a school-looking thing. Black Caravan imprint. Saint. Abigail's Institute creates monsters, and those monsters are teenagers. The story begins as several teens discover that they possess out-of-the-ordinary abilities, in each case related to their psychosomatic condition. The resulting trauma caused by this horrific discovery leads them to stray from their normal teenage lives, some to seek answers, others in desperate attempt, to escape their terrible fate. Meanwhile, a mysterious organization working for the government begins to track down the kids with the goal of bringing them home.
1: Could be good.
0: Could be just another X-Men, whatever, school of special abilities type storyline. If that's your thing. Check it out. Yeah, Buckaroo Banzai Against the World Crime League, a compendium of evils, prose by Dark Horse. A prose adventure as told by the Reno Kid to Buckaroo Banzai chronicler E.M. Rausch. This tale follows everyone's favorite scientist, surgeon, entertainer, daredevil as he sets up on a brand new hair-raising adventure. The long-awaited sequel to The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension is finally here. Oh, the cult classic receives its long-awaited official sequel. Buckaroo Banzai is a treasured pop culture icon Lauded by nerd luminaries like Kevin Smith. This is the adventure that was teased at the end of the original Buckaroo Banzai film. A new novel by the writer of the original screenplay. Uh, This one's got my eye. I want to definitely read this. Don't know if I'll pick it up right away or wait. and get it down the line. It's not even supposed to released till
1: July so it's a long ways off on that one so we'll see by then
0: but I did like the movie and stuff so. uh Captain America's bicentennial battles all new Marvel Treasury edition trade paperback by Marvel Comics Marvel Treasury edition that celebrated 200 years of the US of A is back, as big as life, and better than ever. From the unparalleled imagination of Jack Kirby, it's a time-spanning adventure featuring Captain America on an incredible journey through his nation's past, from the American Revolution through two world wars, and more. Steve Rogers meets major historical figures, makes quite an impact on Benjamin Franklin, and takes inspiration from two
1: centuries of American struggle and progress. Check that out if you're a cap fan. Not my cup of tea, but I'm sure it's decent storylines. Good stories to read. And then you got Casa
0: Grande's Volume One We're All Familia Trade Paperback by Paper Cuts. Casa Grande explode out of their house and into their own graphic novel. When Lincoln Loud's close friend Ronnie Ann and her brother Bobby Santiago moved away from Royal Oaks to the big city, they had no idea that they were able to start an exciting new chapter in their lives. While living in an apartment above their abuelo's mercado, together with their mom Mar- Maria, they are adapting from going to a family of three in Royal Oaks to living with their whole extended family, headed by the kids, abuelos Hector and Rosa, in a in the big city.
1: Check that out if you're into the Loud House gang, all those characters.
0: And one more that I'll do before we end this segment. For today we got Cherry Blackbird number 1 by Scout Comics. I love the cover on this one. The band and the pentagram. The Black Caravan imprint. Rock star Cherry Blackbird sold her soul for fame. Now at the age of 26, time is running short. The day she the day she turns 27, she'll be dragged to hell. Cherry is not Cherry is not going is not one to go quietly. The devil tasks her with collecting seven demonic souls that have, have escaped the abyss. If she can do this before her next birthday, she'll be released from her infernal pack and spared eternal damnation. Heaven help anyone who gets in her way. Note, this title is for 18 plus audience and comes polybagged. <laughs> <coughs> Yeah, it's laid out like a record album and stuff. Looks interesting. I like it. It's one I'll probably jump on early. Check it out if you're into the musical comics. That's it for today. We'll end this now and we'll get back to you soon. Be good to yourself, be good to everyone. Have a great one. And check out Under the Cowl and Crimson Cowl Comic Club. And maybe I'll be back on those, (laughs) hopefully, within a couple weeks.
1: And we'll get this speech thing figured out. Talk to you soon.